Roger, roger. Roger, roger. Happy Star Wars Day, everybody. May Woo! the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you as well, Derek. It's very exciting to be here. Yeah, this is a bigger uh, Star Wars Day than most. We're getting a new show tonight. Or actually, it already aired. We watched it. Yeah. <laughs> or I watched it by the time this airs. Yes, yes. I probably am watching it as well. We have entered a new era of Star Wars television. That's what it feels like. Yeah, as we said the last time, this is what I consider like Marvel Phase 2. Mm. We're in a new section, new direction, and uh, I think it's going to be really good. Me too. I'm excited. We're just recording it a little early in order to uh, you know, have something to release on actual day while we're busy watching the show. Yeah, we're going a little different direction than I think most podcasters are today. We're not talking about The Bad Batch. We are doing spinoffs of possible Star Wars movies, shows, whatever we think. Uh, new ideas, new directions. We're keeping in the theme that um, Disney is doing right now. That's right. In the spirit of May the 4th and in the spirit of what we are coining Phase 2 of the Star Wars TV universe, we are toying around with different uh show ideas and we're gonna pitch them to each other and if a disney exec happens to be listening well i hope they're taking notes because i'm pretty excited with some of these ideas yeah i have two that are really good i don't know if we're gonna get to both of them this if people like this we might make this a recurring episode so i have a couple that we were thinking about charles has a couple we're gonna start with one each and see how that goes yeah so it sounds great and i'm really curious to hear one of yours would you like to start us off Oh, yeah, I could start. So one of mine that – well, first I want to say um, the immediate first thing I thought of was a Darth Vader show mm. during the height of Imperial power. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. So we would get to see some of his greatest feats that we actually you know, allude to or we hear about or you see some of it in video games and the comic. But seeing that would be really cool on right. a TV. But Vader's more of an, uh, a movie personality so i get you know i don't think that's going to happen and that's what i think a lot of fans would think of immediately that's fair yeah i would love i think everyone would love to see a vader show and we can talk about that more but it sounds like both of us like i i didn't i didn't decide to pitch a vader show today uh for similar reasons i thought you were going to pitch one so we'll have to just talk about vader show ideas in a future episode some other time that could be a whole episode you could do a whole i mean the whole comic i read a bunch of that and there's some great ideas there's a lot of stuff you could do with that Mm -hmm. but i said that was too mainstream i wanted to go a little um off the beaten path okay uh, or under the beaten path. Oh. So, yeah. So one of my favorite things about Star Wars that you don't really see a lot of is um, some of the mystery stuff. Like, not like mystery, the genre, mystery, like creepy or, you know, something that can be discovered. Like Wild Space, the Unknown Regions, or specifically here, the Coruscant Underworld. Oh. So I was. Yeah. I see. So if, you know, I would say a lot of Star Wars fans know, but some don't. Coruscant is basically a city from the planet surface up. And I I don't think anybody has seen the planet surface in millennia. People forget what's all the way down there. A lot of creepy stuff. In Legends, there's, you know, devolved humanoid type zombies. There's monsters running around because animals and, you know, Star Wars animals are basically monsters. They get loose, become feral. It's all run by crime organizations. So I was thinking uh, a Star Wars show based in the underworld of Coruscant starts out like a crime drama because, you know, the Huts probably have a section. There's, um, I think, something called the Dark Hand. There's a lot of criminal organizations that run the show and some vigilante stuff starts out as a crime type show but then switches to a mystery thriller. Like, Mm. think like Stranger Things. It gets a little spooky, a little supernatural. So uh, there's a lot of stuff that can go on in that entire, um, basically, I think it's it's over a mile. It could be two miles of buildings. Um, And that would just, it could be a, uh, like a, 
you know, the underworld gets so deep that, you know, there are ancient ruins. You could tie stuff into the origins of uh, humans in the Star Wars universe. There could be a Sith connection. Um, it could get really creepy and be kind of spooky. What time period were you thinking of putting this in? Now, that was actually something else I thought of. Uh-huh. It could, since we're never, or, you know, you could go to the surface eventually, but um, the entire show does not need to tell you ah. what time period it is. Because... Coruscant's underworld is so reclusive and shut off from the rest of the galaxy that I was thinking um, you, they could either not say what time period it is and leave it super ambiguous, or I think this would be a more fun idea, leave really specific clues for fans to find oh, I think where they could place it in different um, ages in the galaxy. I, I really like that idea, but a part of me was like, can we bring... Like, I'm trying to think of guest features. So I'm like, can we bring Darth Maul into this? I know he takes over a lot of the underworld crime mm-hmm. later on in the Star Wars timeline around, uh, yeah, like the Han Solo movies and afterwards. That could be an interesting time period. But is that worth the... Uh, preventing having this interesting mystery of trying to puzzle out what time frame we're in uh, i don't know yeah personally i wouldn't do it i would have this be a completely removed um show and there could be you know you could get a jedi come down there to do some peacekeeping or but i was thinking it would um, center around maybe like a you know a detective or a pi type of thing and it would maybe there was a um some stolen spice or an a, a du- abduction spice. of somebody, yeah, like spice runners. Right. It could. It, so it could be like. Do you see it getting almost like noir style with this detective? Yeah, that's what I was right. thinking. And it would start out like a like a PI type of noir, just normal crime drama, and then he would discover, or the he she the main character would discover something and oh that's a little weird. Oh that's even weirder. Yeah. That's creepy. <laughs> there. Oh there's somebody. It's you know, it wasn't one of the crime organizations that abducted somebody. It was a monster or there's ancient ruins from a lost civilization on the, you know, way, way down. And it could, they could keep unraveling stuff. And there could be even a Sith connection with this easily. Mm. And you could run into, you know, no-name Jedis every once in a while if, you know. Uh, but I, since I think it's a really fun idea. No, I think that's cool. And I... I'm really liking the idea you just kind of threw in there of leaving clues as to what time period you're in. Yeah. And if you were going to wrap up this series, if it was like a mini series kind of thing, this supernatural reveal could also technically reveal what time period they're in. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like that could be super interesting and just to have people guessing and having this greater mystery, like you said, with, with these supernatural elements, whether it's a uh, Sith related or not they had some spooky stuff going on with this with with sith powers and we haven't really had an opportunity to explore that i know like the sequel trilogy got into some of these spooky cult-like uh elements of the sith and there's the sith planet and that was all and then the dagger like all that kind of stuff that was in that last in episode nine like yeah on Exegol, I believe. Right. And because these are relics, we can you, you could throw them into this show and not give away what time period they're in, which right. would be interesting. And Coruscant is one of the oldest civilized planets in the galaxy, I think. Hmm. It's you know, one of the major cores. I think in EU it was the cradle of humanity. That's you know there's a lot you could do. And supernatural was a misnomer because if it's a monster it could really be a monster. It doesn't have to be supernatural. You know what I mean? Right. Because Star Wars, I mean, think about in um, the garbage scene, the garbage character, yeah. the monster. And that, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. a real monster. Yeah. So all of this stuff could work in and the uh, the main character could slowly unravel something and then uncover something super creepy or super, you know. And it, one of the main things that I wanted to do with this idea was – to me, I think I've mentioned this before, Star Wars isn't really a sci-fi, theme-wise, you know, mm. thematically. It's an adventure. It's more like Indiana Jones for the, you know. Um, so you could get in real sci-fi themes that talk about the problems of the modern day. You could talk about 
um, class inequality, uh, environmental problems with a planet that is basically garbage mm. from, you know, level a thousand down, um, hiding and skewing information to the populace. Like there's a lot of really interesting mm. themes here that classical science fiction wouldn't talk about these themes specifically, but, you know, they would talk about atomic stuff. They would talk about the development of censorship. You know, there's a whole bunch of stuff classical sci-fi does that uh, Star Wars doesn't really do because it's not really a sci-fi type of... Um, right. You could play You could play up the sci-fi elements by kind of going getting into the science behind Coruscant, which... We've Absolutely. never seen before, so they they can explain the different levels, the different mechanisms, uh, and that could play a part in the narrative, like depending on what level they're in or something mm-hmm. like that. And you learn about where like all this trash comes from and how these monsters are created, and maybe there's robots flying around. So, yeah, there's it's pretty much like an open book because there's so much just area, like you know area the unit of space there that and canon has not touched upon a lot of it you can really do anything legends has done some stuff um but it's basically an entire world for a mile if not more of space to screw around with with different areas that are cut off and removed and different uh, creatures could even evolve over millennia maybe not evolve but you know, they could develop their own traits, and it's. I think it's a fascinating, a fascinating idea. No, I think that's. I think that's really interesting. And I, you, for me, I all my pitches, like my pitches that I had prepared for today, uh, they are all more closely tied in and relying on the narrative of the Star Wars movies. But what I really like about this pitch is that there's so much opportunity to just completely remove yourself from having to write around the story of the Star Wars movies. You don't have to be like, well, now this character has to be written off by the time we get to, you know, uh, episode seven or, uh, you know, I'm coming up to the end of my timeline because episode seven starting and I have to and I have to stop or episode, uh, yeah, whatever, episode four is coming and I have to stop. So I think the idea of completely removing it uh, Mandalorian mostly does that, and I don't want to spoil Mandalorian. There's, you know, I, but it, that's what I believe the spirit of these Star Wars TV shows are trying to do. They're trying to introduce us to new storylines and new characters and expand the narrative outside of the movies just a little bit more in popular media. They've done it in the books and the comics, but this is now getting ingrained into popular culture and the idea of creating an environment and a cast and storylines not necessarily beholden on Star Wars that maybe reveals itself at the end to reveal some of these huge mysteries and implications from the movies is a great idea. Yeah, and uh, to develop on that, something the the writers could do is, you know, okay, so Jedi have dressed the same way for, what, 10,000 years? They're robes. Mm -hmm. So two Jedi show up trying to, you know, do something for an episode – you have no idea what uh, time period that right. is. If you go further down some of these ancient secrets at the you know underbelly, way deep in forgotten areas of Coruscant, um, could be a little Sith alchemy stuff, or they could have Sith ruins or just ancient ruins. Still, you would see themes from the movies, but have, would not be able to place them in the timeline. But maybe you see something you know, develop in the background, where it's a poster that shows that you know, for most of the citizens, they wouldn't know that um, the uh, the Republic fell and the Emperor is now in charge. That could be totally lost on a billion people. That's crazy. Mm. I and that's just how it works. Of course, I'm excited about this idea. I love the yeah. idea of it being like a noir mystery slash supernatural thriller. Yeah. And it would be creepy, like, you know, Stranger Things vibes. Not like the plot or anything, just the the, the atmosphere of the show, of the gets, show spooky. gets spooky. Yeah. Spooky yeah. is a fun word. Yeah, spooky is good. I, it's perfect for I it. think it's perfect for uh, Star yeah. Wars, too. Star Wars oh, it should be, be great. Yeah. could get spookier, and this would be a great opportunity for that, I believe. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm intrigued. 
Yeah, it's uh, it was one of because I always love this stuff. The, I try to find as much information as I can on, um, you know, uh, the outbound flight project was actually one of the other ideas I was toying with. But um, wild space, unknown regions, anything can happen. Right. It's an open book, and you know, you have creative. It's basically the opposite of what they've done with the movies and the, right. you know they writ- wrote themselves into a specific plot this way it's anything goes which is a lot right. of fun and then you could throw in easter eggs and stuff so i mean i didn't have a real plot for it but that was my general idea and i uh, no i like that i kind of think what it would like the creepy part it's like what if we uncover a bit of this like cult of the sith you know like yeah. we could because that was like in the lore and kind of introduced in the last Star Wars movie. So mm-hmm. th- like cults are creepy and it, there's some like I would like to learn more about it. And you like the more of the supernatural side of the Sith, which we right. are told exists and saw some of it like bringing like keeping people alive or or you know bringing people back from the dead like let's see some of that like uh, like maybe yeah, even absolutely. an old old villain is brought back from the dead and this our main character stops it and we never got to see, it never made it out into the world you know that could be something mm-hmm. interesting like picking an old Sith lord and, and you could say maybe that they were being brought back from the dead or something like that or were never really yeah. died like I'm not saying you do that but that's like the potential of where this could go and you could really no but that's a great idea that kind of i was thinking just based on what you said like so there's a since coruscant is one of the oldest planets populated planets out there maybe there was a sith temple way way down and there's a reclusive sith cult down there and maybe that's one of the reasons why um plagueis and uh, sidious wanted the seat of power to be uh, maybe that's why they were trying to get to Coruscant mm-hmm. to be, you know, make that the center of their empire because there's something that can fuel them. There right. That and that's aiding. It could even aid to cloud the Jedi. Once yes, I was just about there. to make that point. You know, we heard yeah. in in the prequels, oh, our connection to the Force is clouded. Well, maybe there's under your feet. There's some right. W- that would be spooky awesome. stuff going. It would on. make more sense that I mean, Palpatine is insanely powerful, but it like to cloud all of the jedi i know and the jedi lost their connection to the force on their own problems but um having palpatine get power boosted because of some ancient sith stuff going on on coruscant already like maybe the sith the sith are already like you know playing 4d chess yeah. maybe they wanted coruscant ages ago millennia ago yeah and they've held it and it's you know it, there's a lot you can do, and I was thinking kind of like a creepy Lovecraft vibe going on, right? Um, because you can get like any kind of monster you want. It could be super creepy. There's <laughs> fog and pollution everywhere. Right. You know. Yeah. You know what else we should expand the lore on in this show is death sticks. <laughs> oh, of course. I want to see, see that. Could be an Easter egg. We see the like, death sticks guy. That death sticks guy so, could be like a recurring yeah. character. <laughs> So and that's the so that is the underworld of Coruscant, but that's like the top level. That's like the nice underworld. I'm talking right. e- like mo- like a mile down. Like, but that could be he could be a recurring character. So maybe he has his life together by now. Yeah, that's <laughs> or it's true. before he got his life together. Yeah, but the, we might be giving away too much of the time period by having Death Sticks guy. But I do like yeah. the idea of Death Sticks guy making a cameo. I think those yeah. are the kind of cameos that would be so funny that the fans would appreciate. It's like, look, we've already done like Ahsoka cameos and, right. you know, all these other kinds of cameos. And let's let's dig a little. We got Grandma Tarkin coming to the Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. It's like, let, let's dig a little deeper. Let's let, yeah. let's get uh um, well, you could do it if he was maybe just in the background or something. Yeah, you know, and that could be like a, a real. It would oh, have, that maybe would be one of the Easter really eggs. Hard, yeah, or have him. Yeah, it depends how you want it to go. If you wanted to make it a little more obvious, or after the reveal happened, um, or you know, have him be placed in the background, only you know, viewable for like a couple of seconds. Yeah, and the people that are going through it to the um, you know frame by frame to find all the secrets. Because yeah. people do that with some shows. Oh. I know. I um, I never watched. I watched a little of Gravity Falls. I don't know if you ever saw no. that. I didn't finish it. 
Um, but I know there were like um, puzzles and ciphers to solve at the end of episodes and stuff. And um, I, I never picked it up, but that was always really interesting to me. Like a show that has lore you could figure out. Right. That's not, uh, that's hard to figure yeah, out. Yeah, that's not like but explicitly not like, given, but it's there in the context it's of there. the show. But not like Dark Souls where it's too far <laughs> Right. Yeah. At least for me. Another character cameo we could sneak in is Dex. <laughs> Of course, yeah. Dex. I want to see a young Dex. Yeah. Or an old Dex. And, and, you know, instead of Dexter, it's just Dex. <laughs> yeah. That would be funny. So the- Yeah, you could put anybody in, really. Anybody that you see on Coruscant or... Um, you can get changelings like in the mix would mm-hmm. be cool. All these bars and Neo City places and those would be cool too. Yeah, and that that's the cool part. Like, that one scene in Attack of the Clones, there's thousands of places like that, all with different geography, different, like, building structures, different architecture, different people living there, creatures living there. It's nuts. There's so much you could do. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be great. I mean, that, that took place on Coruscant, didn't it? What? The, the chase? Yeah. With yeah, the, the sure. chase with, with the, the changeling. changeling and the death sticks, that was all. Yeah, that was okay. all on on Coruscant. So what are we going? But that was like I think surface. That was just the shady surface. Oh yeah, area. yeah. That wasn't even low. Yeah, yeah that, the that death wasn't sticks even, were low. The death sticks were yeah. low. That was like ground level. Mm-hmm. Uh, so well, ground surf. It's surf. Uh, wait, no, it's. Ground level is like the planet surface, which nobody has seen for a bajillion years. <laughs> That's like first levels ground level i don't know Uh, what the word for that is you know what i mean right interesting so what is like the dirt i'm talking about like the actual planet right right nobody i don't think anybody has really seen right it's been built up so that there's a whole another layer that Mm -hmm. looks like the ground but is not yeah that makes sense and that's very (laughs) sci-fi yeah it's it's crazy uh so what is the name of this show do you have any ideas Oh, uh, no, I was playing. I couldn't decide on anything. I was trying to like work in. I have an idea for a show. Oh, what? I think you keep it simple. Just call it Imperial City. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Because like it's that. still it's still it's an obvious Star Wars connection, mm-hmm. but it also could mean anything. And the idea of. Imperial City has some implications. Yep. I don't know, that's what I would call it as of right now. Working title. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and the, it could mean, you know, so I guess then it would have to be after the fall of the Republic. Oh, does that give it away a little bit? I guess. I don't know if there, I don't know enough about the EU to know if there were other galactic wide empires. I don't think there were. Uh, to, if that's the case, yeah. that might be an issue. Uh, could be like the forgotten city because the surface it doesn't care at all about the underlayers, something like that. But that doesn't have a Star Wars connection, really. Right. Hmm. Um. Oh, formerly called Galactic City. Uh, that's doesn't. It's pretty good. Yeah, that sounds more space adventures though. I, Imperial City had some edge yeah. to it that I like. It does. I do. I like it. Yeah, because I was just reading up on the, you know, the Wikipedia article on Coruscant and like the underworld has more people in it than like other star systems have. Mm. That's it's like billions of people live on Coruscant, like uh, just underneath. Wow. Yeah, yeah. so that would be and cool. I, yeah. And you could even I just thought of this cuz I I think I read it. I remember I didn't read it today, but I remember reading it some other time that there were like, uh, in the EU, there were like plagues on, Clor- on Coruscant where, and you could really tie that into a real world theme that we have right now, you know, because uh, the surface, I think this happened in the EU later, like when, in Luke's time, mm-hmm. but um, like there could be pandemics on Coruscant mm-hmm. and the surface wouldn't even know about it. Right. And I think that happened in the EU where like billions of people on Coruscant or in Coruscant died and nobody knew what to do or even cared. And that's a whole nother w- dynamic you could like talk about. It's huh. great. There's a lot you could do. I like that. And OK, so I've got two titles. I like 
Imperial City, I like the sounds of that more. But if we really yeah. wanted to commit to not giving away a time period then, or commit to a time period, my other title would be Coruscant Underworld. Like colon Underworld? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I like that. That could look cool. Coruscant Underworld. You know, they, they, like yeah. that would be the... And that kind of sounds like a little a noiry title, anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, that sets the tone pretty well for yeah. the kind of shenanigans you're going to get into in the show with these noir style things and also these yeah. thriller things. So I'd say it's up to you as the sh- as the creator and showrunner if you would want mm-hmm. to uh, how you would want to title it. But those would be my two. That's my uh, submission. Yeah, I like them. They're good. They're better than anything I came up with, which was like half of a title, and then I gave up. Um, so Lucasfilms and Disney. I don't even need to be executive producer. Associate is fine. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, you can contact us on uh, Roger Roger Pod on all social medias. Heck, I'd so even take a special thanks. You know, I don't even need any kind of uh, administrative responsibilities. <laughs> but that would be cool. I would watch it. I'm I'm kind of uh, sad it's not a real thing. I got really into this. Not idea. a real thing yet. <laughs> That's true. You know, you could That's always true. write a fanfic. Of course, mm. on Underworld. <laughs> Although people that might think it'll mean something yeah. else, but you, you oh. could being a but <laughs> but uh, you could you could change it. I'm sure there's all shady stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. Oh, well, I love that idea. Uh, a bit of a tone adjustment getting into my idea. Uh, people are going to think that I'm memeing with this suggestion, <laughs> but I promise you all I'm being dead serious when I pitch the concept for this show. And here's where how it originated. I'm looking at phase two of the Star Wars TV universe, and I'm seeing like Ahsoka gets a show, Obi-Wan gets a show, the Bad Batch get a show. Like We're we're. Sp- like we're we're spreading the love out a book of boba like all these things are happening and i was like what uh, what characters are a bit more silent not as top tier as obi-wan or boba or ahsoka that still has a lot of interesting stuff to say and do and we could we'd be interested to learn more about and i'm dead serious when i am pitching the idea of a show called Jar Jar. It's a Jar Jar Binks TV show. All right. And it is set like right after the end of episode three or maybe um, several years after, but still like around Mandalorian. Uh, no, not Mandalorian times. It would be like right around A New Hope, maybe a little earlier, you know, like deep into the early basically at like the height of imperial power yes like the vader show i was talking about. maybe even a little earlier but somewhere around somewhere around there right somewhere in between episode three and episode four closer to episode four and this is the thing because as we know from the creator himself george lucas jar jar is the key to all of this he's he's the key (laughs) and it's gonna be he it's gonna be great and the issue that we all had with Jar Jar was that he was silly. He was a buffoon. He was annoying to listen to talk. All of these things. And it was something that George Lucas had so many plans for. And the fans just rejected him straight out. And now we're in a world where people have done a total 180. There is a memedom, a love for all of these prequel shenanigans. Who did a 180 the fa- on Jar Jar? Not on Jar Jar specifically, but on the prequels. All right, and all right. I'm with you. I'm with I, you so far. What fans, what I think fans want is a reason to like Jar Jar beyond the silly, uh, the silly memes. And I think there is a really true opportunity to give him maybe a little mini series or even a movie, if not a TV show, like direct to Disney Plus movie, not a theatrical release. Uh, oh, that's an interesting idea. Yeah, for Jar Jar. I didn't even think of that. I didn't think of it until just now, but that would be an interesting thing for Jar Jar. And 
here's how much fun you could have with it, right? I'm picturing like the first scene, he's either walking into a bar or he's walking into a courtroom or something and he sits in front of the bar and the bartender's like, what are you doing here, Jar Jar? No one wants you here. <laughs> or like, you know, like this like little meta offhanded thing of like, no one wants you here or no one likes you. You've ruined everything, whatever it is. The implication being like the meta. Yeah, no, like he, no one likes him. But also he was in the Senate when he he gave the filed the motion to give supreme chancellor right. like uh, uh like unchecked powers and that's what's caused all this craziness and so you could have a lot of fun with that you could have a lot of fun with this meta of like we flopped with jar jar we recognize that and now let's try and get him on the path where we basically do like a like a redemption Redemption arc arc for jar jar yeah and and it could almost be this whole meta thing of him winning over fans you know like making like making up for his past mistakes which is a metaphor for like turning public perception on him and the whole idea can be him changing so that people can, can like him again and it can be admitting the stuff that he did that was wrong and doing what he can in his own Jar Jar ways to make things as good as possible. And that is where I see the show going. We don't really know what happens to Jar Jar, but uh, I, between episode three and episode four, like he's in episode two as a, I guess a representative, he's representative Binks. And he's able to file motions and all that. Episode three, he's like in the background. I don't even know if he speaks. And then he's just gone. Like, does he stay in politics or does he get kicked out of politics? And is he like, you know, what is Jar Jar up to? And how how does he play his part in, in all of this? And is he really the key to all of this? That's what we really need to know. And I think there's just an interesting opportunity to capture this character, this bizarre moment in Star Wars history, and make things right with him. And I think we're at a time and place in the world where we're ready for the Jar Jar show. It's a very interesting idea. <laughs> I'll give you that. Now, I do, I do like the idea of, I guess, Jar Jar, because I would imagine he's still... I guess Naboo has two representatives for the uh, humans and the Gungans. Uh. So I would assume he's still representative of the Naboo, uh, representative of the Gungans on Naboo. So, uh, and if he's the guy that really gave the Emperor all that power, I can't imagine he would be kicked out of the Imperial Senate. He might be. I mean, he's close friends with obi-wan and padme so i could see uh i could see the sidious yeah but the emperor might like him i mean he gave him all that he's like you said he's the crux of it all. yeah that's one option i hadn't really thought that far because the other option is maybe he's banished back to naboo and he's in like a oh he he would be banished away he's in like a gungan bar or something and it's like what are you doing here jaja nobody likes you and you could have that guy come back (laughs) like i like that guy (laughs) like the general in episode one who was like the i did like that he was like the only one patient enough to deal with jar jar like he 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 could be in the mix as a character i always thought he was fun you could have boss bring boss nass back like I don't know the lifespan of a Gungan. I know a lot but... of people are asking for, uh, for more bosses. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the opportunities there, you, you could bring maybe in Bail Organa if he stayed on Coruscant and was politicking. You could. Ha- uh, I feel like he got blown up. He he got blown up in Episode Four. Oh, so earlier than that. Okay, but this is before Episode Four, so he right, could right, be right. like a recurring character potentially. Mm-hmm. Um. It could be maybe Jar Jar just trying to keep the peace between the Gungans and the Senate and trying to prevent Naboo from like getting nuked or something or occupied or yeah. protecting the Gungans for something. And that could maybe be his small part in everything is that he ends up saving the Gungans. So you're saying, yeah, 
So he doesn't change anything large scale, but his little yeah. story affects. Because the problem somewhere. is, he doesn't. Yeah. He disappears in episode four. Right. So we need to give him some kind of victory that would actually be able mm-hmm. to exist in the lore of Star Wars. You know, he can't stop Sidious. <laughs> he can't. He can't defeat Vader, but he could like, save the Gungans from a threat. Here's one. He could maybe. Uh... I'm sure there's a reason for this, and if uh, if I don't have it, don't crucify me, everybody. <laughs> but there's got to be... I know Princess Leia was transporting... Um, oh, no, this is too late for the show. It doesn't work. I was going to say, she's transporting Death Star plans, but there's got to be a reason why she's off of Alderaan. This could you know be I mean? interesting. Like, like Maybe, yeah, maybe um, Jar Jar was involved in... Because maybe you know, maybe he's still part of the uh, the Imperial Senate, and he knew that there were some shakings going on about Alderaan being a um, like a test planet. Mm. So he wanted to make sure Leia was off of Alderaan. So he was, you know, he saved. Maybe oh, he saves her. Oh, that's interesting. Like a baby Leia, like save. Right. Here's an idea. What if? But she was much older than that, and she was a princess on. Alderaan. But we could we could re, like make it a more immediate threat to a baby Leia because we have baby Yoda. Why can't we have baby Leia? That would be cool. Well, I don't know if it's merchable. It would be still be interesting. <laughs> and, but what if he's a spy for the early beginnings of the rebellion? What if him and Bail Organa yeah. are oh, like, yeah. like playing both sides? Naboo and Alderaan front of the. Uh, of the rebellion or they're like or what if Bail Organa's like Jar Jar I want to start a rebellion and I need you but then Sidious is like Jar Jar you're doing so well like I'm so pleased with you you know like you could like and he's playing both sides and he's very confused and he's trying to do the right thing and he doesn't want to screw up again like you know there's the meta components to that, that. that's pretty good like that kind of yeah. like, come on and, and then all of a sudden somehow it all falls on Jar Jar to decide what to do at the moment you know yeah, and it's like to save Leia because he remembers Padme so right fondly. to save Leia or to save the Gungan race or to save Naboo as a planet like whatever it is either way it would be interesting and maybe you know Sidious can think he has a puppet in Jar Jar and he can to spy on the rebellion n- no to yeah. get him to oh, just no? approve whatever he wants to approve right. right so it's like oh approve this motion for me to create a giant super weapon and uh, and like oh approve this motion to put my friends in, yeah. like you know he's a puppet like a sham but then yeah. jar jar actually starts standing up for himself and having his own beliefs and thoughts and ideas and really grows up and that would be interesting that is cool. I do like that because I w- I don't know. I would say a mini series or like you said, a straight to Disney Plus movie. Yeah. I would be in. I would definitely yeah. be in. Maybe a straight to Disney Plus movie would be kind of fun. It can he can kind of be in like a later phase, either like the end of Phase Two of Marvel Cinematic Universe or like the beginning of Phase Three, whatever that means. Where if he was like- at the end of Phase Two, there would have to be like a really cool reveal though. Like the last episode of the Jar Jar show <laughs> would have some like, I, you know, not post credit scene, obviously, but there's something going on in the background that shows something huge coming. later. Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah. So something like that. And It'd be funny for it to happen in the Jar Jar show. No, I, I like this idea. It would be very interesting to see, especially I, like, yeah. that, like that time period, like the Bad Batch. It's going to be a cool time period. Yeah. So this might take place. Like right after the Bad Batch or at the same time as the Bad Batch, depending on yeah. how far they go. But hey, maybe we get Jar Jar and the Bad Batch. Yeah, bring Jar Jar maybe and the Bad Batch together. Disney's ahead of you. Ma- maybe knows? Jar Jar like uh, just has a run in with the Bad Batch in some way. You know, that would be pretty yeah. cool. That would be fun. And like maybe Jar Jar has a run in with Ahsoka at some point. Well, that would be way later. I don't know if that would work. But definitely, oh, no, no, that, that would, would work. work. Yeah, would that would absolutely, absolutely work. work. Yes, yeah. I'm just. And maybe he finds out what happened to, because I'm sure he has no idea what happened to Padme and Anakin, two of his like closest friends. Yeah, we don't get to see Jar Jar's reaction to all this tragedy. Well, most people don't know that Anakin 
became Darth Vader. They think he just died. Right, right. So to hear, to see what, like, maybe Jar Jar just thinks Annie's dead and doesn't know anything yeah. about it, Darth Vader. And maybe oh, maybe Jar Jar even, though. like, sees Darth Vader, like, in the room or something. You know, that would be kind of funny. He's, like, one of those people, like, all the grand moths in the war room. He could have been, like, one of the early, <laughs> like, people in the room, like, gulping as Vader walks by, yeah. you know? <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, no, I think that would be a fun and, and you silly know, show. A fun thing, maybe the Emperor can't sense Jar Jar too well. Yeah. You know, he thinks he's using him as a puppet, but Jar Jar is so Jar Jar. Yeah. He can't, like, sense, oh, you're up to no good. Oh, you're definitely my puppet. He's like, oh, he's kind of a blank slate or something. Exactly. You know, or maybe because the Emperor thinks so little of Jar Jar. He just he misses just it. He just doesn't yeah. even pay an iota of attention to him. He just mm-hmm. gives him an order and, like, rem- through someone else. Like, I don't know if we'll ever see Sidious. We'll probably see some representative. You know, Sidious is too high level right. at this point. So, yeah, I don't even think he shows up at the. And, and the I like the implication that he's giving orders indirectly. Like, he's in the show, but he's not. And yeah. that would be, a, and you could introduce a new character who's one of these Grand Moff types or something. But right. uh, no, I, I, I seriously, I'm not memeing when I say a, a Jar Jar show. I truly believe that there is some great themes in here that not only have that are that that not 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 only, but that get into the meta of Jar Jar as we perceive him as fans. You could have Sidious just think nothing of him and not even expect him to get his own show, and he and he does. <laughs> and then you have this idea of everyone at the start of this movie not liking him and him doing an image change to do the right thing, to you know win back over his people or something. And, and that, to me, is the interesting thing. And then you just spice it up with Bail Organa, Ahsoka, the Bad Batch. Like, throw them all into the mix. Baby Leia, why not? You know, like, keep it keep it spicy. And who knows? Maybe Obi-Wan pops into the mix and talks hey, to... Hey, crossover. Crossover. You know? Obi-Wan wishes he could be on the Jar Jar show. And... <laughs> <laughs> Obi-Wan wishes that show's gonna happen. Yeah, That's, don't we all? So that uh, would be, because you have all these other shows going on in the same time period. Who knows? Maybe the Mandalorian yeah. could be there. Baby Yoda. Well, big time leaps there. Oh, uh, yeah. That is big time leaps. Yeah. But, you know, Jar Jar, the, I, I, okay, so uh, we were talking about this earlier. Charles didn't know my idea because I didn't have it at the time, <laughs> but Charles was must have been thinking about this for a while. Because he mentioned it in text to me, and I was like, you're going to have to sell me. It's going to be hard. And I'm in. I would watch this. Oh, that's awesome. You did a good job. A fantastic job, I have to say. I I was going to – my initial thought was there's no way. There's nothing about this that's going to work. And you made it work. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's it's, – With the caveat of miniseries or standalone movies. Yeah, it can be whatever. I just think it's an interesting story. A direct-to-Disney Plus movie is an interesting move. That's how stuff might happen anyway. The That's way true. streaming is going. That's true. You know? I, Who knows? I would... Although, maybe not Star Wars, but... I would... Although, it depends if this... You know, you also have to think about the medium all of these are going to be in. My show could also be um, in Clone Wars format. You know, it could be a cartoon. Or an animated feature, or whatever they call it. I think a a gritty, um, like noir type of film style, like would be much better. But yours could go either way as well, you know. Yeah. No, I. So if it was a cartoon or an anime, something animated, it could easily be released on Disney Plus only. You know, there. I mean, I'm just thinking like box office wise, what would actually make sense? You know. Right. I don't know. I kind of like the idea of it being of both of these shows being live action. Well, that's what I was thinking. That would be like the best for fans, anyway. The more live action you get, the better. But I was thinking, like, I guess realistically, from a um, development point of view, I guess I wouldn't really know what it is for, for. You know what I mean? For like a standalone movie, a Star Wars standalone movie to come out only on Disney Plus. Right. 
how the hell, how the heck are they going to do that? You right. Know? I don't know. I don't know. But it would be cool. And a ser- so mini series would be great. Yeah, mini series, movie, whatever. I- I'd be open to it. It doesn't need to be this long, sprawling thing because it is Jar Jar after all. But uh, yeah, but six to eight episodes would be great. I think it's got legs, and I would watch it. And who knows if it gets popular, they could make a season two. Like what? What happened to Jar Jar? Where does where does Jar Jar go? And you'd have to sell me with a good plot for yeah. season two. But I'm in for season one. I'm is there hands any, down in. Is for there any one. canon to how like how long Jar Jar lives for? There might be. But I, it's never in the movies or anything. It's not in anything. Uh, it might be later in the. I feel like I read I don't, or remember him popping up in the Vader comics. Actually, really interesting. Yeah, I've only read the first two volumes of the Marvel Vader comics, and I don't remember any Jar Jar in those. So interesting. Uh, I'd have to look it up. Uh, according to Wikipedia, he was after the rise, because of his role in abetting the rise of the empire. Binks was once again exiled by his people. So that, like, <laughs> that makes sense. That's what I said. He would not be exiled to Naboo. Would be away from it. Yeah. Then it says he performed as a clown. We're we're retconning that. We're gonna change the narrative here. Um, was this already retconned? Or is this... this is in what this is in starwars.fandom.com. I don't know uh, what it's considered as, but uh, yeah, we gotta get rid of that. Uh, so let's see. Then there's a character named Mappo. Okay, well, yeah, I I think we can. <laughs> I, I don't know i think that we uh we we're on the right path with uh this idea of giving him some sort of political power on like a smaller scale that gets him roped up in some of these cameos and exciting things while also speaking to the meta of his trajectory as a character in star wars and how fans have perceived him over the years i think it would be fun yeah. So. Uh, yeah, you could retcon this. I'm looking. There's not too much on it anyway. You could get rid of this, and yeah. nobody would even notice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or even work it in if you don't want to retcon it because it's canon now and people are sick of that. Get, you know, retconning stuff. Just work it in. You could work it in. It's easy enough to write around. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's true. No, but I'm in. I think that's a great idea. Wow, I did it. I sold you on Star Wars. You did. You did. Like I said, one season. We'll see about two. <laughs> but the first season, I think, could be a lot of fun. It could be very... Um, it would be good. It would be a good show. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Now, we each have more ideas, but I think we're going to save that for another episode. I think that's fair. We're nearing the 50 minute mark which i think is healthy and we really fleshed out these ideas and i would want to give our other two because i have another idea and you have another one and i i have a bunch of ideas but one that's actually uh fleshed out a little bit so it would take a while right so i i'm i think we leave it where it is we are celebrating may 4th with uh uh what did i call it corsant underworld and yeah. a jar, uh, Jar Jar. A Star Wars story. A Star Wars story, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm in. I'm, I'm you know, hopefully uh, they hear about this and we get both coming soon. Yeah. To a TV near you. Yeah, or it could be, it could have like an alternate title like, you know, Birdman and the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance or whatever. We'd have to find some whole long. Yeah, we, we would just call it Jar Jar and then come up with some super long thing (laughs) yeah make it sound artsy that'd be fun you could do it (laughs) but i think jar jar would be it would just be so funny to see uh uh, on jar jar and like the star wars yeah well there's like this big (laughs) keynote address from lucas films and you've got like the ceo of disney up there and he's got the huge 
unveiling of Phase Three and all the Jar-Jar. different logos of all the different shows, and one of them just Jar Jar, like in big letters right there on the timeline of Disney of Disney's yeah. uh, TV universe. That would be awesome. I think the fans that would spread like wildfire if. If oh, Disney it would. It would be that. an interesting move. That's why I think he's going to pop up in the Bad Batch. That would be fun. That would be fun. I I think fans are ready for more Jar Jar. We've had 20 years to heal, and I th- we've learned to look back and laugh now, which... And his showings since then are, aren't bad. Like him in the Clone Wars, he actually was okay. Yeah. You know? So let's see more of that, and, and let's yeah. let's begin to make things right. That's what I'd say. yeah well if you guys want more of this let us know um because we have a bunch of ideas and we could just again ramble on for another 50 minutes about them yeah (laughs) definitely (laughs) easily so uh yeah if not we'll we'll come up with another episode next so but happy fourth next week is bad batch uh hello oh you're right we should talk about that (laughs) we're watching it right Right, now gathering our notes and well we already watched it what a great show well then they're they're dropping two episodes this week so before the next episode drops we'll have watched two episodes of bad batch one being a 70 minute pilot kickoff thing so we'll we'll have have a lot to talk about exactly right so, uh, happy 4th, everybody. Ha- Have a good Star Wars Yes, day. may the 4th be with you, and follow us on social media at Roger Roger Pod. <laughs> All of them have that. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. See you. Oh, yeah. See ya. See you guys. Bye. Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Roger.